Hey, everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from Salt Lake City, Utah, it's Thank God I'm Atheist, the podcast. I'm Frank. And I'm Dan. And coming up today, we're not going to have a second half of the show. Unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> our dear, beloved Franklin uh, is not feeling well. I am. I've been down for the count. So for he the last is five days. He is committed so. to doing the first half of the show for you, <laughs> as a as 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 a as a as a token of his love for you, yeah. our, our listeners. Yeah, and uh, hopefully you can't hear it too strongly in my voice. I think I've I've gotten myself to a point where I'm not too nasally. No, no, you're 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 you're, you're sounding sounding. okay. You sound a little congested, but uh, but we're gonna. I don't want to annoy people. I uh, hopefully there will be no phlegm rattles. That's the worst when you can hear the phlegm. I was going back and forth when someone breathes. I was in a band in high school called the Phlegm Rattles. (laughs) It was a. We weren't very successful. Uh, Yeah, we were a, a, a carpenters cover band. (laughs) <laughs> called the phlegm rattles <laughs> just kidding <laughs> anyway uh let's move on let's dive into some stories shall okay. we okay yeah sure um <clears throat> i'm gonna start us off by really depressing us oh okay. uh and then you can depress us further later <laughs> um, <laughs> should we prep people for that as well yeah just so you know we're man fuck this show we're gonna just depress the shit out of you and then leave you <laughs> hanging oh there's fun stuff too yeah it's coming um We didn't report on this, uh, but back in February, um, in Bangladesh, a blogger by the name of Avijit Roy, Uh uh, an American citizen. Uh I didn't know that uh, part of the story. Who's an atheist blogger. Okay. Was was brutally murdered. Um, We mentioned this, didn't we? I don't know. I don't. Not fe- I, no, actually, no. I don't pay attention to I feel like this is us. similar to a story that was further back than February. Mm. Okay, right. We didn't cover this. And there are there are some stories that are further back. Um, but yeah, Roy he was a 42 year old uh, atheist blogger who uh, was pulled. Was he went to an event at a bookshop or something and was pulled? He and his wife were both pulled from a rickshaw, a, a two person rickshaw. Okay, and uh, hacked with machetes and. Just, <sighs> Horrifying, horrifying God. stuff. Uh, yeah, his his okay. wife survived. He did not. Oh, my um, God. And, and, you know, we don't like to pull these things out. And, you know, it, it was like one of those things where I considered doing the story, but there were other stories at the time that were also equally important. And I just it, it just felt like one of those sort of maybe it was a one off or whatever. Well, another atheist blogger in Bangladesh has been killed. Oh, my God. Um, and that's when I decided, well, it's not a one off. Um it's a wave now. Uh, there, there were there were several attacks uh, a couple of years ago, um, and in 2013, um, and then this this guy, uh, one Mr. Rahman, what was his name? Um, uh, Wick Washikur. Sorry, sorry everybody. I don't I don't know how to pronounce uh, Bangladeshi names. <laughs> Washikur Rahman. Okay. A uh, 27 year old um, okay. who described himself as a humanist uh, hmm. was 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 murdered. Jesus Christ! Um, it's dangerous out there. Yeah. Uh, th- there is a there's a group of fundamentalist Islamic uh, people calling themselves the Ansarullah Bengali team. Oh, okay. And they uh, they have published a list of uh, folks who should die. Uh, 
Because seriously, they actually have a list. Mm-hmm. Yep. Available to the public. They uh, said it was published. Yeah. Um, so like you could find out if you're on the list. Yeah. Sure. 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 We should check. Maybe we're on it. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Uh, no. I, right. No, no. But yeah. yes, these people are dying for their criticism of fundamentalist Islam. They're probably being pretty easy on it, too. There was one. The, the, they're convinced that a lot of these assailants aren't even reading the blog. They're just hearing that these guys are. That they exist. Exist. Yeah. And, yeah. and they're they're out there killing. Um, there's a, a. I read a quote from a guy named Asif uh, Muhammad. Houdin, uh, an atheist blogger who who fled who fled Bangladesh and, Good. and has found refuge in Germany. Okay. All right, uh, who just says uh, that he yeah he says his attackers had never read his blog. He was attacked, um, and that he's just. Uh, by the way, you can be put in in jail in Bangladesh if you're found guilty of hurting religious feelings. <laughs> so, like, it's not just. My roving bands of 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 hoodlums. I'm, I'm sorry. Like, like there's my. <laughs> that's that's absurd. Yeah. Because the the thing that we know about religious people is that they have some of the most sensitive feelings around. Oh, their feels their feels get hurt <laughs> awful easy. Like I mean, <laughs> yeah. Uh. Anyway, so so yeah, it, it's. Uh, I just want to make everybody aware of the fact that uh, Bangladesh. Sucks if you're an atheist, uh, apparently. Literally, uh, it's a, th- this, uh, this Asif guy said that the situation is becoming unlivable for anyone who describes themselves as atheist, secular, or humanist. Oh, my God. So? Yeah. It sounds unlivable. Um, that's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. And not everybody uh, has the means to, to get out. To get out. It's not an easy thing. So uh, if you're a listener in Bangladesh, which you're, you're not, let's just face it. I, yeah. I doubt we have ever had an, a single download in Bangladesh. We could look. Yeah, There are means, there are ways to find that out. Yeah, but, um, but if you are listening in Bangladesh, don't tell anybody. Yeah, uh, delete us immediately. Yeah, t- yeah exactly. Or don't, listen. Don't yeah. set up an automatic download. No. And, no. uh, and I don't, I don't even know the right ways to do that. Set up some sort of like masked IP address or something yeah. or other. Be right? pretty sneaky. Yeah. Be pretty sneaky. Yeah. Cause you're With all your online atheist. Your, your stuff. life is in danger. That's not yeah. good. Ugh. All right. All right. And now you get to say something. Let's hope it's nice. I hope it's nice. Uh, it's not nice. Oh, damn it. <laughs> I thought about going nice, but let's just, let's get these out of the way. Okay. Let's get these ones out. Dive in. I'm ready. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Oh, that tasted like peanut butter. Um, <laughs> we, we did have peanut butter before. It's not just that he's coughing up peanut butter. My phlegm doesn't naturally taste like peanut butter. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, so I, we talked about, um, good Lord. This was a while ago, but I believe we talked about it. The, um, the Westgate mall attack in Kenya. Did we oh, talk about yeah, that on the show I, I with Al Shabab? Yeah, uh, when they attacked the the, the mall. Um, well, uh, they've reared their ugly heads again uh, in Kenya. This time, attacking a university um, it, during a 15-hour siege. Um, they killed 147 people. Wow! On campus, 
Um, they 147. 147. How many assailants were there? Uh, Do we have a sense of that? Well, uh, four militants were killed. We know that much. Okay. Um, and I'm. It, it sounds like it was a uh, a lot. That, yeah, that there, that there were plenty of assailants. Um, the uh, they struck at five a.m. in the morning. There were that many people. Uh, student uh, student I, housing. They went into the housing. Well, I think they started shooting stuff up, and people started running. Yeah, people started getting the the the, the fuck out of there. Yeah, as you would. And then it was um, uh, a good old uh, shooting spree at that point. Thanks for using the phrase good old. <laughs> well. <laughs> and then following it up with shooting spree. Yeah, well. You know, one of them old-fashioned kinds where we everybody gathers around and... It's Al Shabab. It is, you know. It is. It's, it's. I'm sure it was it's a uh, fine planned and orchestrated. Yeah, um, and I'm sure the fact that they were there at 5 a.m. and probably also they they have a, a a sense of what the response time from police probably would be in Kenya. How, right. how long do you think it was before a police officer uh, was on campus? Um. Well, since you asked, I'm going to guess it wasn't like four minutes. No. Th- yeah, they're not. I'm going to guess it was more like three hours. Uh, y- well, you overshot it, but <laughs> it's still a, the horrible number of an hour. Okay. It took them an hour Good. before they had a response uh, team um, oh, of any kind. And uh, the students were left running. Um, the ones that were able to escape immediately... Uh, Reading the the account of this, it sounds like they were basically running past the men with guns. <laughs> like that was the way out was to just run through the gauntlet and Jesus. get themselves out. Just hope that they're focused um, on other people at the moment. Or exactly, five hundred fifty students were held hostage. Uh, eventually, were uh, released. Well, not released. Uh, they overpowered them mm. uh so this is what's going on with uh i i think it's important for us to be keeping an eye on some of this uh extremism in africa it's terrifying yeah i just watched a. if if any of you watched vice this week um you'll have seen the report on drug trafficking through yeah. through west africa up into europe uh well up through north africa and then up onto europe uh and the deal with the uh narco terrorists and uh, any sort of Al-Qaeda-affiliated terrorist group in, in Africa, uh, yeah, they, they, they're funding. They, right. Cocaine use... <laughs> I, I hope all of you... ...is funding <laughs> uh, terrorism in Africa. Right. So um, there I are some you, I, I really easy connections to draw You cocaine here. users out there realize that you're funding terrorism. I hope you're proud of yourselves. Um, I think it's something <laughs> that people should be really thinking about. You and I came up with a brilliant thing, or I guess I came up. I mean, I don't want to be rude and not include you, but it was my idea. Oh, okay, Dan. What was your what was <laughs> your I, brilliant no, idea? No, but I do. But I do think it would be really interesting if the if the the proponents of decriminalizing drugs, oh yeah, came out with the idea that like it will hurt Al Qaeda if we decriminalize drugs absolutely we will cripple cripple the funding yeah. of al-qaeda and all these other things i the mean west needs to 
decriminalized now. Right, right. And and more actually decriminalization won't hurt as hurt them anywhere near as badly as full legalization. Full legalization. Yeah. We need Which to Which is a little dicier. It's a little trickier to convince people that cocaine <laughs> should be legal. Right. That you can have, you know, brand X of cocaine versus brand Y. Yeah. That although I do have to say on a shelf somewhere. There's a huge difference. And if you guys haven't tried brand Y of cocaine, <laughs> Honestly, it's the best cocaine on the market today. <laughs> Brand X is fine. I have nothing against Brand X. Uh, but yeah, but you'll have... Um, four out of five doctors recommend why. I'm just saying. You'll, you know, you have your Colombian coffee. You'll sure. Have, yeah. you know. Well, now you've just invented something because I feel like the phrase Colombian coffee should refer to a coffee with cocaine in it. <laughs> I feel like that should be what we're calling... That, uh, that should be... You know, there's the bulletproof and then there's the... Real Colombian coffee. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, so, so that's what's going on in the world, folks. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sort of piggyback on both of our last two stories um, because I feel like this is relevant to those. Uh, okay, the Pew Research Foundation, um, uh, re- or research center, or what? Are, I don't know what they call themselves. Pew, Pew, that's um, fine. Pew has come out with a new report, and it's a big one. They call it the Future of World Religions Population Growth Projections 2010 to 2050. That's a mouthful. <clears throat> Indeed. Uh, but what they're talking about, of course, is uh, they're sort of looking at trends right now and deciding what the world's going to look like, religiously speaking, uh-huh. in uh, 2050. Oh, okay. And oh, here's boy. the trick. Like, there were some big surprises for me. Oh, really? Um, I Well, here's the thing. I've been looking at trends, at these kinds of trends for a long time. I've been sort of paying attention to what's happening, you know, with populations. Okay. I, not necessarily world populations. I focus mostly on, on America because that's where I live and it's where I understand and whatever. Yeah. yeah. And it seemed to me that there were some very, some very specific trends. Okay. What I did not see coming is that they are projecting... Islam and Christianity to skyrocket. Christianity too? Uh-huh. Not ah. necessarily skyrocket for Christianity. Islam is going to skyrocket. Uh Christianity will gain a lot of people. Mm. Um their percentage of the global population will stay almost exactly the same. Mm. But global population is going to go going to get much bigger. Right. Okay. So they're maintaining so they're maintaining. Okay. Islam is going to shoot up, according to them. And the Ooh. reason that they say it is, is because people in, let's say, Africa, for a, for an example, almost all of Africa, but right. uh, I mean, you know, sub-Saharan Africa, uh, I think especially, I think. Anyway, people in these, in, in especially lower income uh, countries, uh, first world countries, are having so many babies. Not first world countries. Third world countries. That's what I meant. Yeah. Okay. You know, one of those worlds. Yeah. The world's the, 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 one that, the one that has the poverty. Right, right, right. The most poverty. Right. Anyway, uh, yes, third world. Thank you. Or um, developing nations. Developing I think is nations. more politically correct. Fine. Those shitty countries where all of the. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> they're having so many babies. And they're, of course, indoctrinating we'll them into Islam. And uh, and so uh, they're projected. Pew is projecting uh, that 
Islam will go from uh, 1.6 billion people currently uh-huh. to 2.76, almost 3 billion people. Holy crap. Uh, by 2050, which means that their percentage of the global, global population will go from 23.2% up to 29.7%. They'll have almost 30%. What's Christianity? Uh, they will stay steady at 31.4% of... Oh, so Islam's get nipping at the heels. Nipping at the heels. Wow. Now, I have always thought that we... That's terrifying. Religiously unaffiliated folks uh-huh. have been shooting up. Yeah. And in... Uh, and so I expected our number to look... Our trajectory to look like the, the Islam trajectory. Well, right. guess what? We don't have a lot of babies. Yeah, that's a problem. And we don't, and you know, while more and more people are falling away from religion, Mm -hmm. they're not doing it in those kinds of numbers. Right. So as a percentage of world population, the religiously unaffiliated will fall down. Oh, no. Um, No. Yeah. Uh, From 16.4% of the world population, uh, Pew projects down to 13.2%. So that's bad news, I think, uh, on the world front. Uh, However, um, I feel like there is good news in this because that's the world. But the places where the population is changing the most are in these third world areas. And that's where and that's where the big changes are happening. Okay, But in the first world, in the developed nations... Mm-hmm. We're finished developing, right? We've, we're developed at this point. We don't need to develop any further. Right. If we're going to call them developing <laughs> nations, then we're done. We're developed. Okay. We're just developed. Great. Okay, moving on. In the United States of America, the trajectory continues. The unaffiliated are going to rock your socks. Oh, how so? Tell, um, do tell. Do tell them. So, so projected cumulative change uh, in the United States... I'll start with Christians. Uh-huh. The projected cumulative change between 2010 and 2050 is that Christians will lose <gasps> 66 million people. What? In, so from what percentage to what percentage? Does it show uh, that? Where would I find that? Let me see. doesn't matter if, if you don't have it readily available. I don't have it a right huge here. Loss a huge loss for Christianity. Wow. Uh, of that, the unaffiliated... Will be gaining sixty-one million, almost, almost the whole thing. Uh, basically, that's uh, that's that's they lose, and almost all of them we gain. <laughs> now that doesn't mean that they're all going to be atheists or even agnostic, uh, but they're they're the religiously unaffiliated are going to be huge. Um, that takes uh, we religiously unaffiliated to. Uh, from 16.4% approximately in 2010 to over 25%. Shut the fuck up. So, 25%? Uh-huh. Oh, religious the nuns. The nuns. These are the nuns. These are the people who do not have a who do not profess a religious affiliation. Now, atheists of those will still be a smaller percentage. But still, that's pretty big. That's a big difference. And Christians uh-huh. are, you know, are losing, are going from almost 80% down to about 66%. So, wow. And their loss is literally almost entirely our gain. 
it's not like they're switching. They're right. not. They're not switching. Well, they're, they're not like is so distasteful as a religion <laughs> that when you leave, you pretty much just go cold turkey on the whole religion. Thing. <laughs> well, and that's what it was for Mormonism. Mormonism is for definitely me, that way. Like I, I was, I was, I, I was just like, well, no. No, it left such a bad taste in my mouth. I wanted nothing to do with. I think Mormonism's intense in that way. Mormonism's nice because, like, you 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 feel like you've done religion. You feel like you've got a handle on it. Yeah, you've done three hours of a week of church. You've done, you know, you've done more religion in your life than you need to. Than you ever. Oh my god! Two years on a mission. Right, exactly. More religion than I ever needed. Yeah, and it took ten years to decompress off that shit. But anyway, um. So, a couple questions. Yeah. Does it break it down sort of any state-by-state sense or region sense? Like, are we seeing a less Christianity in the South, or does the South stay strong and we're just losing Christianity elsewhere? It doesn't break it down like that. Okay. Um, but I'm figuring that, you know, if if the Christians are losing that you know, many people, that many, you know, 60 million What's of the their followers. What's the projected population of the country by that point? Do we know um, that? Is it like 400 million at that point? I 500 million? I don't know. How, Wait, how large has the U.S. gotten by 2050? Uh, it's a very big report. So I've been That's highlighting it. things that I thought were of interest. So I didn't. I, I don't know that I have that oh, okay. readily available. Okay. Well, you, you tr- your transition to this, though, Dan, was about that this is related to the Islam. And, and the clearly, thing, like, there's something here, but like the thing that I want to told two horrifying stories about Islam. Right. The thing that scares me about these figures is that I think this means that Africa, that uh, Southeast Asia, that these that these areas are going to be wrapped up in war, because that's what's happening. I mean, the the rise of Christianity and Islam in these areas is leading to this violence. Yeah. And I don't see that slowing uh remotely anytime soon these people like some tech jobs or something you know like (laughs) get some money and get some money over there it's so true but but isn't that true literally need a strong middle and upper middle class to stabilize out these countries they they really do they need people with something to lose yeah absolutely that's what they need well they need people distracted if we buy you know cool shit right (laughs) they need they if we could fix their economies yeah and bring them up not to our level just up no no we don't want them at our level (laughs) would it would be terrible i'm I'm thinking chile Do you know anything about the economy I do know. of Chile? I do know. Santiago is a lovely city. Okay. There, there's wealth. There's prosperity. Okay. But it's not, it's not you know, it's not New, New York, York City. No. No. Come on. Come on. But that, let's get, that's our campaign. Get, get Africa to Chile. Mm-hmm. That's, our new, that's our new campaign. Okay. It's how, yeah. we, it's how we're going to solve the world's war, warring problems <laughs> is by getting them uh, to Chile levels yeah. of prosperity. Yeah. That's all we have to do. Just just up to Chile. Yeah. We're not talking France. Sweden. We're not talking Canada. Germany. No. Chile. Chile. We can do it. Yeah. If we all band together. That's fun to say. Yeah. Chile. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I think we've got it. We nailed it. <laughs> we've solved world <laughs> violence on this show. Um, I'm going to give you a couple more uh, quick facts yeah, uh, from this pew I love these kind of things. Yeah. Um, countries... 
This is this is this one's a fun one. Okay. Countries that will no longer have a Christian majority in 2050. Yeah. You ready? Okay. Australia. Oh, good for you. From 67.3% down to 47%. Well done, Australia. United Kingdom. <gasps> from 64.3 down to 45.4. Wow. Benin. From 53 down to 48. Go okay. Benin. <laughs> We all know so much about Benin, so yeah. that's great. Um, France okay. loses. Uh, they're still at 63% in 2010. Okay. Uh, down to 44. Good for them. Macedonia. Oh, yeah. Uh, from, uh, from 59 down to uh, 50. Oh, wait. That doesn't sound like. From 59.3% Christian. Oh. Yeah, they'll. They they will suddenly be overtaken by Muslims, so that's less of a good thing. Yeah, that's kind of sad. Okay. Um. So uh. So yeah. The we're okay. New Zealand, Bosnia, Netherlands. How close will the U.S. be getting, or how far away will we still be? I guess might be the better way of. Well, like I said, uh, Christians will still be two thirds. Two thirds is what you said. Yeah, sixty six point four percent. Oh God. Still be so by 2050, we'll be where the UK is right now. Uh, or, yeah, okay, just about okay. Uh, a little bit, so we'll still be more than where the UK is right now, okay, according to this. All right, but uh, within a statistical margin yeah. of error, yep, yep. more or less, yep. okay. So, ah, interesting, just a fascinating little, uh, little deal. I mean, and most of those countries that I listed, um, basically they'll be losing. Uh, they'll they'll be losing their, their adherence to non-religion. Uh, some of them will be losing them to uh, Islam or whatever, but mostly it'll be just unaffiliated folks. Unaffiliated, unaffiliated on the rise is what we have. Right. I have no problem with that. It's just, so. and and here's the thing: I have a hard time. I guess what I need to be saying is religious folks stop reproducing so much. Poor religious folk stop. Re- reproducing so much because i really don't want us to be reproducing more the planet doesn't can't support an arms race in in babies right you know no 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 and 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 nor nor will that help anybody uh more atheists in the world would be a good thing uh, not on a planet with the problems that we have though right yeah well we we, we need to get them the old-fashioned way yeah instead of making them we need to just convince them or invite them or something. The in, well, the old-fashioned way would be to just go kill them all. <laughs> well, then that's a thing. Just go declare war. That's a thought. You know, just we'll have to we'll have to overtake the majority in more countries. Yeah. I, I think can, it, before reason can... and rationality is what should rule the day. Sure, I think that's nice. Anyway, I'm not done with uh, Islam at the moment. Okay, well, let's jump let's, right back into keep it. Going. I don't know how this happened. Uh, I would like to take us to Syria real quick. Oh, yay! We, we have more or less intentionally avoided the topic of ISIS on this show. Yeah, we kind of have. Uh, you, you hear about it everywhere else. You don't yeah, need to hear about it from us, too. We really don't have much to offer on the topic. No. Uh, no new insight. We don't have any insight on it, to be honest. But this is a story that I could not ignore. Okay. Um, apparently, uh, Syria we all know, is not in good shape right now. What? I know. There's a lot. Uh, here's some interesting statistics. Um, Syria, since the crisis uh, with ISIS has begun, has plunged 80% of 
80% of its uh, population is now in poverty. Wow. Okay. Um, and the life expectancy in the country has dropped 20 years. Holy crap. Okay. Uh, and so the U.S. has been sending aid. Uh, yeah. As we do. Yeah. Uh, and uh, in the form of food drops and what have you. Well, uh, a uh, a bunch of chicken... <clears throat> was part of this food drop. Okay. Uh, it came from, uh, it was all stamped with made, well, I don't think it was stamped with made in the USA. You don't really, it probably said something like USAID or something on it. Sure. It was clear that it was from the United States. It, right. said, it said Coke Foods on it. Um, Coke is in C-O-K-E, like Coca-Cola? No, it was in K-O-C-H. I oh, don't okay. think any affiliation with like the Coke brothers or anything like that. It's a... It's a it's a chicken company in the South. Okay. Uh, although they've become one of the largest um, food companies in the country, apparently. Okay. Um, but anyway, they had a bunch of chicken to uh, send over. I don't know who paid for it, but whatever. It winds up in Syria, and these ISIS motherfuckers uh, just burned it all. Oh, because it was from the United States. This was halal chicken. This was prepared really to meet um, Muslim oh my God. Uh, dietary standards for how the how this chicken was killed and prepared and stored and blah, 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 blah. Because I was going to say, like, you know, if it wasn't halal, I would kind of get it more. But oh, my God, if if there's if they're going out of their way to send halal chicken to these guys. Yeah. That's what we did. Well, I mean, the the other question is, is this a shock? No, ISIS fucking sucks. ISIS is a, they're bad people. And they're, of course they're going to do bad things. But you don't expect them to. To burn the food. Burn the food that potentially can ease a little bit of suffering. Right. It's halal. But it's also ISIS, and, and it's they, also American food, and they like they like to cause suffering. Suffering is kind do. of their stock and trade. If this doesn't reveal that, I make that more plain than just about anything. Right? I don't know what does. Yeah, these are fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> wow, you heard it here first, folks. We have now officially <laughs> declared ISIS bad. We're taking the hard. We're taking the the the, the controversial line and, <laughs> and declaring that ISIS is not a good group of people. Well, someone has to do it, Dan. I know someone has to. I, I we're going to get if, emails. And we're going to get. It's got to be a, me. Then it's got to be me. <laughs> it's got to be on this show. <laughs> then, damn it, so be it. We'll do it. Don't think we won't do it. We will do, yeah. It just makes me so fucking mad, though. Like, and that's part of, I guess, why I, I have to just, I, most of the time, I just have to fucking ignore everything that's coming out <laughs> on ISIS. Because it's just ludicrous. Yeah. It, it's, it's a vision of humanity that is so opposed to what I see, uh, like, people as being capable, like, I, I, I did this is this is the kind of stuff that like I I can't even imagine that these are human beings mm -hmm. that do this kind of shit. I it's so outside of my experience, it's so outside of 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 just what I think humanity is about. Yeah. yeah. It's just 
it's bad. It's bad. They're bad. It's bad and they're bad. Yeah. And they should feel bad. Yeah. They should feel bad. But they don't. <laughs> they don't. They don't. I guarantee you they don't. They feel all like... Mm. Here's the question. When they were burning all that chicken, how did it smell? <laughs> I imagine that smells really nice. I bet at first it smelled okay. Probably smelled really good and at it first. it started to get really... Once it starts charring and then it says... Yeah. Then, yeah. That's not uh, nice. It creates a pleasing odor to the Lord. <laughs> According to the Bible, when you burn, that's but when don't you burn, burn all of it. You're, you're not supposed, supposed to burn all of that's it. That's when you burn a live animal, also. You know, you're, or, yeah. or, or or like burn a an, a, a whole animal. You're yeah. not you're not supposed to burn like just the chicken's breasts or whatever. Just just the, I don't know. I or thought that with sacrifices, half the time you end up eating. You just end up eating it. Part of the sacrifice. You're right? like you're like, like you kill hey, it on the altar. And then, like the priests and whatnot, and they eat the the sacrifice. I think you're. Su- I think there's different kinds of sacrifice. I think different eras and different areas of the world did it differently. Hmm. I know I'd eat it because the Lord ain't doing jack shit with it. Yes. Yeah. He's just letting it die, letting letting it just burn there. I'm like Lord, why well, really? Here's your food. It, I don't think that like it was. It's like for you. Like, if you take something and you sacrifice it, I don't think you get to eat it. That's the, the sacrifice part of it. But it's mine. You have to... Uh, uh, that was that was, no, my, that was my goat. It's the, t- the priest, the temple. Well, why are they eating my goat? That's their payment. They had a racket set up, Dan. <laughs> they had a really good racket. Why didn't I just pay them then? <laughs> I like that goat. Anyway, uh, hey, I've got a, a, a little bit more lighthearted uh, oh, thing. Oh, good. It's an, yeah. Easter, an Easter story. Oh, Easter about the um, murder of uh, a... a Judean, right? No, no, uh, no. This is a this is a this is a resurrection story. Oh, okay. Uh, it's the the other half of the story. Sure, sure. Um, a man in Payson, Utah. Uh, a, a little town uh, in in Utah, here in Utah, okay, okay. decided that he would make it. He would help uh, make it easier for some of the Paysonites uh, to uh, to be resurrected. <laughs> he was going to aid in their resurrection. Okay. Somehow, and somehow, he had decided that um, having heavy headstones over their graves was going to hinder them. I th- they probably hit it, like bonked their heads on the way up or something. <laughs> so he, he he literally went through the Payson Cemetery and knocked over like um, thirty five oh, some odd gray oh, headstones, oh, no. including including some some that date back to like you know the early eighteen hundreds and just some some very nice uh, <laughs> old hi- some history was lost uh, when. Oh, what an idiot! This, so, when, when a sick is this man, what he stated outright. Was this his plan from the beginning, or is this his defense? Uh, this was his plan from the beginning. Um, <laughs> they caught him doing something similar a few days earlier. Um, he was removed from the cemetery a few days earlier for moving <laughs> grave markers, and then uh, he went back to quote finish the job, uh, according to his wife. Oh my god! Or yeah, his family, somebody. I don't well, think he has a wife. And, and the truth of the matter is that he he's a man he's a, he's schizophrenic. And th- okay. This is what happens when uh when mental illness meets religion 
it's not a good and, combo. And it meets the you know, and then you got the all of the all of the fun sort of mythology that goes with religion. Yeah. And then you blend that up in a in a brain that doesn't work quite right. <laughs> and you get a guy just knocking over a bunch of headstones. Oh. Which to me is kind guy. of tragic cuz cuz like cemeteries are some of my favorite places. Yeah, they they can be beautiful. I but, love cemeteries. Um yeah. I thought like when you were starting this I thought it was a guy with like a new invention. Right. Oh, 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 like that would the, be great. So that, like, when the resurrected or, like, all of a sudden find themselves stuck in a <laughs> underground. <laughs> right. With no way to get to the top, <laughs> they have a way to, like, notify you the just, people on the surface. Or, or you bury them with, with a... Because, uh, a jackhammer that like can yeah. why do you assume that this person this resurrected person who's in a concrete vault hey. is just going to be able to make their way out hope i mean how many miracles do you want in one day right exactly right yeah oh won't that be shitty if there <laughs> so there's this mormon idea of 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 uh the millennium uh-huh. where after jesus comes uh the people who are still on the earth have to stay here for a thousand years yeah. and just work. Yeah. They just have to do temple work and all this shit. Ugh. They just, it sounds like the worst thing in the universe. Yeah. Uh, wouldn't it be funny if one of their jobs was to like dig out the resurrected dead folks? God, I never thought you'd get here. <laughs> oh, it's I've been here for 22 years. About time. We get to you when we get to you. I mean, we got a lot of people to dig up, <laughs> you know, and sorry. Jeez. <laughs> all right. Off you go to heaven. Shoo, yeah. shoo, shoo. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. that's no, uh, nothing like that. No, just d- a crazy man knocking shit over. Speaking of, uh, I'm, I'm just going to tell a quick story. I went to a uh, to a, a cemetery just the other day. Andrea and I went to the Salt Lake Cemetery, which is a lovely cemetery. I yeah. actually really like it. But there's a lot right. prime property too. Yeah, yeah, beautiful, right up there in the avenues, mm-hmm. gorgeous. Um, there's a lot of Mormon uh celebrities buried in that cemetery oh, a right. lot of uh ex-presidents of the church prophets as they call them right uh buried scattered around and there are and there is like tourism uh of obnoxious mormon people <laughs> to the cemetery right and andrea my wife and i are just sort of we we just went for a walk okay. uh, in the cemetery and there's this, there's this group I, I don't know if it was like a family reunion they're, you know, the two 15-passenger van fulls <sighs> and then several uh, uh, SUVs full of people okay. piled out to see Wilford Woodruff's headstone and to right. see blah, blah, blah's headstone and blah, blah, blah. And there, of course, children screaming and running around and parents are yelling, hey, go find that thing. Oh, hey, go over there. And they're all, like, yelling and screaming and climbing on things. Were there any, like, graveside, like... Services happening? No, okay. very few people are are buried there now. It's it's not full, really? but it's 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 pretty full. So uh, you, you pretty much have to have like a spot open in your family plot. Yeah, to, to get buried yeah. there at this it's, point. Yeah, it's it's not easy to get. I mean, there are still There's stuff newer there. Were parts of that but, cemetery though? Right, but I mean, they were in one of the older parts. Okay, and well, stuff. clearly, There's, if they're looking for. But problems. here's the thing, I I wanted so badly. Andrea wouldn't let me because it would have embarrassed her. But I was like this close to going up to them and saying, you know, people come here to pay their respects to their dead loved ones. Would you please be more reverent and ask your family to be more reverent around here? (laughs) Oh, Dan. I just get super serious with them. You needed to. And just ruin their fucking fun. Yeah. I just really wanted to ruin their fun. Well, a cemetery is not a place for fun. No. It's, it's not a place to scream no. and jump around. It's a place to take a quiet walk. Yeah. They, they can be contemplative. And that's one of the nice things is, you know, like, it's just 
it, it, they're peaceful places. Right. Typically. Right. So I would have been in the right, technically. Yeah. And, no, and, it, and it would have made me just so And delighted. throwing the reverent word at them. Right. That's, that's a, always a that, good word. That's Mormon code word. I don't yeah. know if most of you non-Mormons wouldn't have picked up on it, but, but <laughs> the word reverent is used a lot in Mormon culture to, to just say, like, you know, this is Shut time, the fuck up. This is time to be quiet. Yeah. Uh, so I, yeah, I really wanted to fuck, to ruin their fun and make it, <laughs> make them be quiet the whole time. Uh, and they were in from wherever. Idaho California. and Logan. Oh, okay. You Nor- need- Northern Utah you, and Idaho. Uh, license plates. Oh, okay. All right. That's fine. All right. Well, I have one last story. Okay. Knock it out. Uh, I'm sure everybody has heard about the, uh, the, uh, Indiana, uh, pizzeria by this point. <laughs> uh, if you haven't, that's why I'm bringing it up. Right. Um, these are the folks who uh, decided. You need to talk about the Indiana oh, law Indiana. First. So, <clears throat> so Indiana passed one of these um, religious protection, uh, religious rights, religious freedom protection acts. I think is what they're called. <laughs> Rifras. So religious freedom restoration acts. That's oh, what yes. they passed. Yeah. Uh, very and, important. And stuff. it was a very, very broadly worded one where basically they made anything legal in their state. Um, <laughs> as long despite, as you believe it in yeah. your heart with religion attached to it. So, and of course people are doing this in order to protect the small businesses, these poor business owners who are being forced, forced into serving gay couples at their weddings and whatnot right? mm. photographers bakers etc yeah the last business you would expect to enter into this whole discussion is a pizzeria <laughs> uh which claimed by the way that if if gay people came into their pizzeria they'd be fine but if somebody asked them to cater their wedding with pizzas, because that's really common, they'd have to decline. Well, Why they entered this discussion at all, I don't know. I think, I think a reporter just was going to local businesses asking. Nonetheless, uh, it's a small little town, Walkerton, Indiana. Mm. Like 22, 2300 people. Like this yeah. is a small little place. Like the reporter was smart to go to a place like this. Right. To find... You know, the owners of a business who would say this. Well, anyway, uh, this is the Memories Pizzeria uh, in uh, Walkerton. Like the corners of my mind. Yes. Um, well, their <laughs> business is probably a memory at this point. <laughs> uh, they, after saying this, all hell broke loose. Um, apparently their Yelp page uh-huh. was attacked. Oh, wow. Just absolutely fucking attacked. I haven't checked out the Yelp page. Oh, I'm going to uh, check it out right check now it out. while you're talking. Lots of angry people. I'm sure they're down to like a one-star rating, one-and-a-half-star rating. <laughs> Except probably now what has happened is that the the conservative supporters of such a thing are responding back. Right. And one of the ways that they've responded back is by setting up a GoFundMe, <laughs> uh, which, if you're not familiar, is a crowdfunding platform where right. you can say, you know, anything. I, I know. need help with my leukemia. And yeah. Blah, yeah. Blah, blah. And it's a $100,000 bill. Can you help me? And, and people, people send in money. They donate. just donate. Whatever. Um, really quickly, what's the name of this uh, the place of the, the uh, town? Uh, Walkerton, Walkerton, Indiana. Okay, and it's called Memories Pizza. Yeah. I think. Okay, go on. 
Anyway, um, so uh, at last count, how much did you hear, Dan, that the GoFundMe had gotten up to? God, it was it was it was in the high tens of thousands. Um, each time I have checked today, it's been a hundred thousand dollars higher than the last time I what? Where are they at? Seven hundred and forty Jesus thousand dollars five hundred seventy one dollars. I totally fucked that up. Oh my god! So, <laughs> yeah, seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. I uh, that's mind boggling. It was five forty when I checked when I first got here, um, around a little after ten a.m. Uh, it's now a little after one p.m. Uh. So in two uh, three hours. Uh, it's gone up $200,000. So this thing is catching on. The word is spreading. And the bigots, who also, by the way, when you look at this thing, nobody's putting their name on their donation. Uh, it's oh, always just not. anonymous. Of course. Uh, $5, $10, $20, $5, $25, $50. And it is, uh, and these, all the ones I just read off, zero minutes ago, one minute ago, one minute ago, one minute ago. Uh, one minute ago, two minutes oh ago, two minutes ago, two minutes ago. I here's what I'm gonna guess because I, now I'm looking at their Yelp page, and the thing is that not they're getting a, sh- a lot of one star reviews uh, by people who clearly have never eaten there. Oh, of course not. Like this one is this is the problem. One that one that's jumped out at me says ate here once, and my pepperoni pizza had at least four pubic hairs on it. Staff <laughs> refused to give me a refund or make a new pizza. Also, there was dog shit all over the floor. I mean, obviously, they're just... Don't act like you're actually writing a review. Yeah. Just say, I saw these people on the news. I fucking hate them and what they stand right. for. Right. So there's one, another, you know, here's well, a, I hate what they stand here's for. a one-star review that says, bigots, being homosexual isn't a choice, blah, 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 blah. So that's, the, you know, so that at least they're just saying, well, I hate them because they said whatever they said. But there are some of these reviews. I'm going back before the thing. Well, now it's all no. You can't even get you can't even get back that far. Yeah, no, it's, it's so it's so now literally, all of their reviews are either one star or five star reviews. They have zero. Oh they have nothing God. in the middle. Of there's, course not. There's not a four star or three. Didn't even have a Yelp page going. Right. Really. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Man. Anyway, I you oh, know the thing is that since I, since I have uh, started speaking about this, they have received three one hundred dollar. <laughs> donations God damn uh, it to like two for 20 one for 25 oh for five. God. uh and they're now up to seven hundred forty nine thousand. right so they went up a thousand dollars and since i started talking yeah so like the 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 thing is that i'm guessing they weren't doing that great as a pizza shop they were okay they weren't making this money no no not in a little town of 2300 people it would take them 20 years to make this much money yeah probably they don't need they there's they can be out of the pizza business forever now oh congratulations guys they these people these these bigots just won the bigot lottery yeah yeah and and our nation's bigots are coming out uh to the tune of well i mean who knows what this will end up being do you think it'll i mean at this rate it'll break a million dollars today yeah holy shit and the these folks who are donating probably feel some sort of pride in making millionaires out of yeah out of these folks yeah i've i feel like i'm in the wrong racket 
I well, f- yeah. What can we be bigoted about, Dan, and make a million dollars? I feel, I feel like there's, yeah, boy, there's good, there's decent money to be made. I mean, some money to be made uh, talking with you, good people. Uh, you, you, you are listeners. Yeah, we've received s- some excellent support. Yeah, you guys are fantastic. We're not retiring on it, Dan. No. We we are in the wrong racket. <laughs> we have said this before. Like you look at how how easy it is to fleece the the Christians, <laughs> and we just you just know. I mean, you, I fuck man. I listen. If any of our listeners can do it, if you can trick people, uh, trick Christians into giving you their money, mm. uh, just say one bigoted thing. See if you can get it to take off. Yeah, and then uh, and then do a GoFundMe. Don't don't lie. I would say don't even lie. You can, really feel bigoted about what you're being, what you're saying. Well, I mean, you you don't even have to. You can you can just <laughs> you can just say something that is. Uh, you can that you don't even have to declare it as your own personal belief system. You yeah. can just say a thing, say a philosophy. Just state a philosophy, not as your own philosophy, right? But make it seem like it is or whatever. You're devious, Dan. Thanks. I I try. I really do. <laughs> Uh, and, but all I'm saying is, uh, just, uh, yeah, get your, get, get those Christians on board cause you will, and get them to think that they're contributing to, uh, taking some, some, some it helps if you're, uh, if you paint yourself as a small town, all American sort of thing. Too. Right. And, and, and you have to play into the Christians are the victim narrative. Oh yeah! If you can, if you can capture that Christians, Christian vic- victimization. Jesus Christ! Seven hundred fifty-one thousand six hundred ten dollars. Yeah. All right. We don't. Yeah. That, don't update me anymore because I'll just get depressed. <laughs> By the way, from what I can see on the Yelp review of Memories Pizza, yeah. before April second of this of twenty fifteen, they had two Yelp reviews. <sighs> Both were positive. One was a five star. One was a four star. Oh, okay. Um, there. Uh, but um, after that, now they now they have literally just hundreds of them, uh, and they are all either one or five stars. So they have an average now of two and a half stars <laughs> because <laughs> equal numbers are showing because up. it's basically, well, no, I mean, it's mostly one stars, but however their algorithm does it, it's, it's definitely, I mean, so you see a bunch of one stars and then you see the Christians coming out to like battle the one stars with their five star. It's, it's, it's a battle. It's an epic, it's, it's a, it's a Bible, biblical level battle. That's happening mm, on Yelp. On the on Yelp, no less. Yeah, yeah. Huh. <laughs> Worst tasting pizza ever. Don't bother visiting. You've never been there. Shut yeah. up. Don't lie, people. This one is good. Uh, wonderful. If you like in your intolerance with a side of pizza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Well, also, uh, folks, right now they're not open. Oh yeah! They're, oh, they're that's right. For business, it's, at beca- the it's, it's become they're so hiding. contentious. Mm-hmm. That, they said uh, they're in hiding. They actually <laughs> used the words "we're in hiding," uh, and I think they followed up with saying, well, "Yeah, we haven't left our house," yeah. which isn't really in hiding. You've just locked yourself in your house. You're just yeah. And you've told us where you are. Nobody wants to be like locked in their having to lock themselves in their house. You're, Nobody wants that. You're I'm hiding not saying that that's the way a good thing. the way my four year old nephew hides. <laughs> in plain sight. Yeah. 
You just you've close got your eyes. You've you've got the blanket over your head, but your whole body's showing. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, that's not hiding. Uh, uh, right. Anyway, if 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 you guys want to uh, to give us a Yelp review, uh, oh, or no, or no, please, please please don't please don't do that. You can. But yeah. do give us an iTunes review. Yeah, it'd be lovely. It's uh, been a while. Go, yeah, we haven't talked about that for forever, but yeah, we need we need to be reviewed. We need a little boost. We yeah. need a boost on iTunes. Go, you, you're you're probably holding or sitting next to the or, device that can do it. Actually, I've seen the numbers on this, Dan. Yeah, uh, a lot of people listen to us on iTunes that or somehow through iTunes. That is true. Yeah, uh, we're all over the place now. So whatever platform you listen to us on, right. Um, if you would take, please review us. If you would take just a second to give us that five star review, yeah, it helps out. So it much. helps out a lot, and then you'll be you'll also be uh, counteracting all those bigots who are giving us one star reviews, <laughs> who are so aware of us. Right, right, yeah, yeah. yeah we're totally on their radar. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, you can also write to us. We're uh, the the email address is podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. We also take voicemails at 424-666-8442. We sure. sometimes play them on the show. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, what we'd like also uh, for you to do is to go to the Facebook page if you want to. Like us there, facebook.com slash Atheist, Or on Facebook, you can search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge. Yeah. And if you haven't yet, uh, you didn't see the series of cat photos that I posted this week. Yeah. You did? You didn't see that either. Okay. I don't know fine. how that, how I missed it. I'm always on there. <laughs> I don't really post. I go and comment. And I put a uh, bunch of cat photos on someone's. Oh, see? Photo. See? Every now and then. I sneak in there. Frank, in. like Brigadoon, yeah, yeah, yeah. appears. <laughs> I like and I leave little comments. Yeah. That's... That's about where I'm at right now. Yeah, yep, yep, I'm yep. forcing myself to do that because I know that's important. I need to be there. <laughs> See? I need to be there, Dan. He needs, he knows. I got a text from a friend who said that it was, that uh, it was like the most important thing that we're doing or something like that is that Facebook page. The the members only lounge? Mm-hmm, yeah. People are loving it. They love it. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's a big deal. Yep. Um, okay. So what we're about to listen to um, is Louisiana governor, Bobby Jindal. Um, is it has some has some stuff to to say to us about um, um about stuff. He's he's going to probably run for president, don't you think? I'm I'm sure he will. Yeah, yeah. So okay, here's here's future presidential candidate. We're guessing Bobby Jindal. <laughs> now we have seen this full full out conflict. It's in Indiana. It's in Arkansas. But, Tony, we have seen now, you and I have both seen, we have seen these small business owners. We have seen these bakers, these right. florists, these photographers that simply don't want their government forcing them to participate in a religious ceremony, in a wedding ceremony that contradicts their religious beliefs. And as a result, they have to choose. Are they going to pay thousands of dollars in fines? Are they going to have to close their businesses? Are they going to contradict their, their religious beliefs? And unfortunately, the national media is not covering that aspect of this story. They're really not focusing on the real victims, the real victims of discrimination in all this, which are these business owners, these individuals that simply don't want the government to force them to contradict their own religious beliefs. Oh, the real victims. We found them. (laughs) Finally, we know who the real victims are. Yeah, it's these people who made $750,000 as of last last check-in. Those poor people. They're just the victims here. I just... Well... But here's the deal, Dan. Uh-huh. Like, how do these people get off painting these the, the business owners as the victims? I mean, 
Don't, I mean, all you have to do is substitute in a, a, an example using African-Americans. That's, what, that's, what, it, that's like, what needs to be said. So we're calling on everyone out there. Anytime anyone says anything about uh, bake a cake for gays, uh, I don't yeah. want to do this for gays, just say, can you substitute black in for that? Yeah. And if you and can't, you feel? And, if you, and if you don't feel comfortable saying they should be able to not support a black wedding, they right. should be able to not support a black... Refuse service to black people. Right. Period. Right. If they can't say that comfortably, then they can't say the gay thing comfortably. Right. It is, sh- yeah. That is what we're talking about. We're not talking and, about asking them to bake a cake that they would never bake any yeah. otherwise. Right. We're not... And, 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 and we're African, talking about African-American listeners as a gay man... We're not trying to piggyback onto <laughs> no onto the African American struggle. I think it's just a, it's a different struggle. It's a different struggle. It's just a very succinct way. But this is the analogy because it, these are fairly analogous situations. I think we're talking are. about a class of people. Absolutely, we're not yeah. talking about what you can and can't make yeah. uh, at your bakery, or you know what kind of flowers you're allowed to sell and what kind of flowers you're not allowed to sell. But once you decide you're selling flowers, right? Once you decide you're baking cakes. You cannot decide, I won't sell to X class of people. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just not how our system works. Right. Uh, nor, is, nor should it be. And that's what they're learning now uh, all over the country when they, when, they have these, when they make these laws and then everybody freaks the fuck out. Right. So, uh, so there's that. Uh, good. Good, good. Um, yeah. We were, we were contacted, Frank, by a number of folks over the last we week. We were, yeah. So I figure we can, uh, we can address that now. Um, we got some emails. Uh, we heard from one uh, uh, peg who wrote into us to say, uh, now you recall, Frank, that we talked, you, last week you talked about a group, uh, a, a, a Catholic school in York, Pennsylvania. In York, Pennsylvania, yeah. that uh, that that wouldn't le- that wanted to approve all the dresses for prom before yeah, beforehand beforehand. Yeah. Anyway, um, and you and I didn't know how be- anything about York, Pennsylvania, and we've never heard of it. Making some jokes or whatever. <laughs> uh, well, Peg wanted to make sure that we knew. She said, "Gentlemen, I'll have you know that York, Pennsylvania, was the capital of the United States." From September 1777 until June 1778. Well, that's a long time. Yeah. She says, York is in south-central Pennsylvania. Okay. You were being a smartass. Gotcha. Uh, (laughs) York is in south-central Pennsylvania, directly north of Baltimore, and about 15 miles above the Mason-Dixon line. Mm. It is about 100 miles due west of Pennsylvania. Or, sorry, of Philadelphia. Uh, How do I know this? I'm originally from Southern York County, and 50-plus years ago, I got a third prize in a DAR contest where the topic oh. was life in York when it was the capital. Oh. That's well, all right. Cute. I have no idea what a DAR contest Daughter of the American Revolution. Oh, that contest. Yeah. Sure. The DARs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotta, gotta love them. Yeah. Uh, and so, thanks for uh, setting us straight on York. Uh that's, uh, she says there are some Amish in York County, oh. but mostly uh, in the eastern portion of the county, and not as many in Lancaster County. Right. Uh, uh, famous not as many it. as in Lancaster yeah. County. Yeah. yeah. All right. Anyway, okay, cool. uh, thanks for that. Um, Andrea wrote in, or Andrea, or whatever. Uh, Siri, I can tell you, will pronounce it Andrea, because every time I ask Siri to re- call Andrea for me, mm-hmm. my wife Andrea... Have you corrected her pronunciation? I have now. 
Oh, cool. Uh, so so now he. I've also turned him into a he. The he is better. I think so. The he is. It's it's a better voice. Right. And not not so annoying. You and I somehow. have transgender Siri. Yeah, yeah. So I went was great. I wanted to see what the guy sounded like, and he's better. And he's better. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so he's he now says Andrea versus Andrea. Okay. Uh, anyway, this Andrea slash Andrea slash Andrea slash whatever mm-hmm. says, um, uh, "Well, I'm late to the game. I just found you guys about three days ago, and I've been hopping my way through your previous podcasts. Oh wow! I came, excuse me, I came across the one uh, where you discussed homeschool." And then the letter, and then the letter from the atheist homeschooler, uh, and she says, "Secular homeschoolers are a thing. There's an actual group for them now." And oh. she, she gave the uh, email address, which is National Alliance of Secular Homeschoolers dot WordPress dot com. Mm-hmm. So super easy to remember. <laughs> uh, really good URL, guys. Um, <laughs> she says, "I'm sure you have probably already been contacted about it or have heard about it, but like I said, I'm new and I haven't made it through all your podcasts yet, so sorry. But in case uh, you haven't heard, it's totally a thing. Homeschool is no longer just for the religious nut jobs. Uh, I'm currently homeschooling my young children, six and four, and we are secular homeschoolers. Our main reason is because our our school system is lacking, and I want my children to develop a love for learning." And have more of an active role in their learning. Hmm. Anyway, I just wanted to share that and say thanks for the podcast. Well, that's admirable. Yes, boy, you're a you're a, a woman willing to do more than I, guess I am. It, it depends on how lacking the schools were. They have I, to be pretty shitty for me to. I mean, totally possible. Totally possible. Totally yeah. possible that they, that she lives in a really crappy school district. Right. Right. Um, she hmm. says she lives in West Virginia, so. Maybe that says something. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I. Uh, who knows? Uh, that's. Uh, it. It is interesting. I guess you know I, the the motivations that I've always heard f- heard mm-hmm. for homeschooling have always been these paranoid religious reasons. Yeah. I guess there are legitimate reasons. Uh, so that's nice. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Hadn't, I mean, hadn't thought it through. I guess, yeah, I guess so. I mean, I still, I still have concerns. Well, um, I mean, the public schools are, are, and schools in general are about socialization. There's a, that largely. That's a huge thing, a huge and so, and so that's a that's a, a, a concern. Well, maybe not about. It's not that they're about that, but that's that's a one major of, aspect, right, of the of the, of a, of your experience at school. But then again, I do think I mean, there's I, so many miserable experiences that kids have at school. Yeah, you know, I mean, I think of my middle school experience, horrible. Yeah. Absolutely horrible. Almost everybody's middle school experience is horrible. Yeah, but uh, mine unique, was awful too. And, and and I had a terrible I had a terrible childhood. I do think that there's something about learning autonomy from your parents and all that stuff that might be good in school. But I don't know. I haven't seen numbers on it. It's not like I've done any research yeah, no, about exactly. it. Exactly. So I don't know. And I do know that I think that our our all of our public school system in the US is pretty fucked up. Like you get I I have so many objections to how schooling is done hmm. in the U.S. Hmm. So, I mean, it would solve a lot of problems if you're a smart homeschooler. Now, yeah. I also know plenty of really dumb parents who think who homeschool their children. <laughs> and that's not good. Andrea, I assume you're smart, but my God, there are some stupid people who think that they should, that they can educate their kids. So there is that. Yeah. Uh, did we have a, we had a voicemail, didn't we? We did have a voicemail and I'm going to play it right now. Hi, my name is uh, David and I'm 
actually a uh, AD from Indiana that is married to a Mormon. Uh, but that's not necessarily what I'm coming to, calling to talk about. Obviously, the Indiana thing is big in the news. I want to provide a perspective on why somebody might want to support it, even if you're homosexual. Um, the primary reason I support it is because I believe that legislating people into silence closes down a very important conversation. Uh, we've seen this conversation happen in Oregon with the cake bakery that banned uh, or refused business to the les lesbian couple. They closed down before any legal action was taken because of threats and boycotts alone. The legal action was not the thing that actually closed their business down. Uh, additionally, uh, Nate Phelps, the son of, um, you know, Mr. Phelps, the guy that runs the Westboro Baptist Church, is now speaking out against his father's actions because he observed the public backlash. And the bottom line is I support uh, free speech in terms of spoken words or actions universally because I want ignorant people to say ignorant things as loud as possible so that the public can converse with them and uh, correct their uh, false opinions. Um, when we legislate people into silence, uh, they'll go back home uh, to their kids, to their family, and they'll complain about uh, being forced to provide services to people that they have fundamental disagreements with, whereas if they are allowed to do these actions, the public backlash alone uh, will not only provide their families with the perspective of what uh, those ideas uh, can mean in terms of, uh, you know, public opinion, uh, but it also has the possibility to change their minds. Uh, so, again, universally I support free speech, and I do actually support the Indiana law despite being homosexual. I understand if you have any disagreements with this, but just want to provide that perspective. Thanks for your time. An interesting perspective. Yeah, I'm I'm really um, I, I don't necessarily glad I, that we got that call actually. I, I, I from guess David. I guess I so I agree a lot with, or, or I agree with a lot of what David had to say, uh, including the fact that I think that we should be encouraging people to uh to feel free to say their opinion. Yeah. Um honestly and openly. And then uh you know, as a society we should decide which opinions are of value uh -huh. and which uh, we shun as a, as a society. For yeah. instance, if you have an opinion, yeah, if you have a bigoted opinion, we as a society will sh need to loudly and, and, uh, and succinctly shut you down. Right. But that needs to be part of a conversation. Yeah. Well, and are we good at having those kind of conversations? Because all mm. I'm seeing, especially with this pizzeria example, mm -hmm. is we have the shouting down from the supporters of gay rights and we have the financial support and the pain the, the financing of these, the pizzeria owners position through GoFundMe. And neither of those is having a conversation very and well. We're not having a conversation about it. Right. Um, so I think it, the pizzeria thing is, it, is where, is where it does fall apart where the, that's not the conversation happening. That's two sides yelling at each other. Yeah. Um, and one pizzeria owner getting rich. Yeah. <laughs> so deservedly so. Right. Um, so I, I, I don't, and I don't, here's the other thing, uh, where I, I have to part ways with David on this. I don't think these laws are about free speech. These laws are not about legislating silence in any way. Mm -mm. To me, these laws are just, you know, these laws, when, when they try to pass a law like these religious freedom act Well, he supports laws, the, the, 
Freedom I, Act. I know. And what I'm saying is that the, 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 these laws are not about pe- people being able to say what they want to say and being able to, uh, to be open mm. about their opinions. Right. These laws are about uh, protecting bigotry. Right. And that's, there's a big difference between fostering that conversation right. and, uh, and allowing and protecting bigotry. Right. So I guess I can't really go down with that road with you all the way, but I do agree with a lot of the sentiments that he said. Yeah. You know, in, in a perfect world where we could have, you know, where we could reliably have good discourse nationally mm. about these important issues that keep coming up in our society. Right. Um, if we were all adults and could all just and knew how to talk to each other and knew how to listen, that's right. key here, um, then... I, that would be amazing, yeah, and I would love it. And and what a, a, a completely different country we would live in. You know? Yeah, I mean, I think that there's there's two sides to this question, right? There's so there's the first side, which is what what do we do? How do we, as a society, respond when we see something that is truly bigoted, that that, that is societally unacceptable, right? Um, and I think that that can be a pretty quick and decisive uh, response, yeah. But when you're talking to a, just an individual, mm-hmm. I think it's super important to be able to listen, to be able to hear their point of view. Because, first of all, no one changes their mind when they're, like, going to argue with you. Right. When they're girding, girding up their loins to, like, take you down. That's right. not when they, change your, when, when they change their mind. And they're not going to hear your point of view if you're refusing to hear theirs. Right. But if you're genuinely interested in where they're coming from and you pull, you know, you basically go to... The Aristotelian thing. You go to the Peter Bogosian thing. You you ask them questions uh, as a person who just wants to get to the heart of where they're coming from. They're more likely to examine their own opinions. So I think that that's that. There's two different. There, there's a whole lot. This is a very complicated thing that we're dealing with here. Mm-hmm. So I don't know that there's any one way to handle it. No, there's not. Uh, anyway, thanks for calling in, David. Um, so we have some donors. Uh, that I wanted to list uh, on the PayPal side of things, we uh, we have uh, Jennifer who is now a monthly subscriber. Uh, so thank you, Jennifer. We also had a one-time donation from uh, Elsie. So thank you very much. And uh, how's how are things looking on the Joyride side? I'm sick. Oh, <laughs> I, was, I, I, f- I totally failed to look it up. And, yeah, and it takes a minute to look through it, so it's not even something I can just look at the page and see what who's new. Uh, so my apologies. We will thank all the Joyride donors from this week and our current week on the next show. On the next show. Uh, so my so apologies about that. But we how, also, however, we also, we're doing great on Joyride. We and are so, doing great. Uh, an, an, an anonymous thank you to everybody who's come <laughs> out to help us. It's a, a currently um, anonymous, but future. But in the future, those there will yeah. be names attached to those. Also, we owe uh, another apology, which oh, is to yeah. our Joyride listeners, our, our Joyride donors of a certain amount. Yes. Um, they, we, they are promised a monthly... Uh, uh, um, hang out with us or Google Hangout. A Google yeah. Hangout with us, and we 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 didn't get it done for for March. March got away from us, and then yeah, there's sickness. There's there's yeah. there's things. So, so we we deeply deeply apologize that we'll be doing two in uh, the month of April. In the month of April, to make it up to you guys. Uh, so if you guys still want in on that, we'll we'll honor. It. If you come in now 
and uh, donate at that level, uh, you can join in on the first one in April and then get a second one in April too. Yeah, yeah, so. that's a, there's a bonus for you. Um, so so go to th- uh, thankgodimatheist.com. And then on that page, uh, on the right side of the page, there is the Joyride button. There's a big a big banner yeah. sort of on the right side of the page. You click on that. You just click on that, and you can go and and uh, you'll 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 be able to be part of this. It's uh, we're we're getting there. We're uh, we're to the point where we actually have started buying our new uh, equipment, uh-huh. uh, which is very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's uh, that, that's a big deal uh, because we hit that level. Soon we'll be hitting um, uh, other. Le- we'll be hitting our next. Uh, hopefully, our next level will be hitting soon. Mm-hmm. Um, and that way we can. That's where we start to really things start to really uh, take off for us. So we're yeah. really hoping to get there. Um, uh, we're we're at four hundred and twenty eight dollars per, mo- per month right now. We need to get up to the seven hundred dollar level to yeah. get to our next. Uh, but to- we're we're halfway there. Halfway there, so uh, we really appreciate all of your all More of your help um, with that. Uh, but if any of you haven't donated yet, and you find that it is within your means to do so, we would really, really appreciate the help. Yeah. Um, so uh, very, yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah, there you go. Um, we're gonna let Frank off the hook yeah, now I'm because just dying over here, he's, guys. He's dying. So <laughs> thank you all for listening so much. We really appreciate everything you do, you do. Uh, again, uh, our email address. Thank God I'm atheist. Uh, it's it's uh, podcast at there you go. Thank God I'm atheist dot com. And uh, our phone number, if you'd like to leave us a voicemail, is 424-666-8442. Facebook.com slash TGI Atheist, or look, search for the T, the thing, the TGIA Members Only Lounge. Wow. I'm struggling. We're both struggling, <laughs> apparently. <clears throat> and, and please do. It's a great yeah. place. And, uh, and, and, uh, and, of course, thank you to Mackenzie for all of your help on Facebook. And it really is amazing. It's amazing. And thanks to the Red Rock Hot Club for uh, the use of their music, uh, which is fine, fine music indeed. Absolutely. Um, and thank you, dear listener, for listening yet again and, and for giving Frank a break. Yeah, Jesus, guys. I hope none of you are feeling like I'm feeling right now. <laughs> and, and so do I. I also hope that you're not feeling like Frank's feeling. Uh, so, yeah. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.